0: part one chapter ten of short history of the christian church by john fletcher hurst this librivox recording is in the public domain the pagan literary attack the growing importance of christianity in the mind of the pagan world became very apparent in the attempts now made in literature to destroy its very foundations by the beginning of the second century it became evident to the cultivated romans that something more than imperial opposition was necessary to arrest the new faith every persecution left christianity more solid aggressive and hopeful than it found it during the second and third centuries the two hostile forces proceeded together the sword and the pen each pursued its own path and each hoped to win by help from the other the christians met the imperial opposition by non-resistance but ceaseless evangelization they met the antagonism of literature by such bold and masterful logic and by such strong appeal to facts that the whole structure of paganism was shaken by their arguments the greek and roman writers saw in christianity certain peculiarities well calculated to give them alarm they had to deal with a new historical phenomenon they saw first that the new religion was based upon certain writings reaching back to the dawn of history and culminating later in the life of the founder and in the exposition of his doctrines second that there was an historical basis for christianity third that it dealt with fundamental moral themes fourth that the people professing faith in the doctrines never grew weary of them Fifth that the doctrines developed pure and heroic lives, sixth, that the scriptural cosmogony was more reasonable and consistent than that of Hesiod, seventh, that the character of Christ was without a blemish, and eighth, that his death had imparted to his followers a zeal which nothing had been able to arrest. To overcome such a system was a serious problem but both greek and roman writers with much self-consciousness did not hesitate to undertake the task of demolition the wise methods by which their work was met by christian writers and the fearless spirit in which the latter wrought was a great surprise it was one of the wonders of all literature the hostile attitude of even general historians can be seen in mere allusions tacitus dismisses the subject by saying that christ was the founder of a new sect that he had been crucified by pontius pilate that his system was a deadly superstition and that the christians were obnoxious to the human race antoninus says that the soul must be ready to leave the body by a mere wilful rejection of the evils of existence juvenal sneered at the christian adoration of the heavens arian reports epictetus as protesting against the galilean fearlessness of danger and the doctrine that god created all things lucian was as severe on christianity as on all other religions all of which he cast into a common vortex of worthlessness he called christ a magician and parodied the career of jonah our lord's walking on the sea of galilee and john's description of the new jerusalem the literary men of the Roman Empire looked upon Christianity as a miserable superstition, too contemptible for candid consideration. When Tacitus called it a pernicious superstition, exitia bilis superstitio, he represented the sentiments of the haughty intellectualism of paganism. Celsus, Porphyry, and Hercules were the strongest assailants of Christianity celsus lived about a d 150 he held to a chief deity a superintending providence and the immortality of the soul these views he derived from the platonic philosophy but when he examined christianity he lost sight of the parallel of these fundamental truths with the christian system his antagonism was bitter he assailed the old testament but leveled his attacks chiefly against the alleged weaknesses in the career and character of jesus periphery born about ad 233 aimed to show that the pagan world presented higher magical characters than jesus and that the gospel history abounds in hopeless contradictions his candid treatise against the christians was an attempt to show a parallel between the sorcery of apollonius of tyana and jesus with a large balance in favor of the former. Obscurer writers followed willingly in the footprints of the leaders. Satire, fiction, poetry, indeed all forms of literary effort, were employed to hold up Christianity to contempt. The principal grounds of hostility were, 1. the alleged contradictions in the scriptures, 2. the uselessness of Christians to the existing state of society, 3. The philosophical absurdity of the Christian system. 4. The claim of the humanity of Jesus at the same time with that of divinity. 5. The immorality of Christians. This charge was based upon the secret meetings of Christians. It was never seriously believed. On the contrary, the moral life of believers stood out in beautiful contrast to the pagan immorality. That sorcery should be confounded with bad morals was natural to the pagan mind familiar with the nameless licentiousness and wild communism connected with the illusionism and other mysteries this and all the other charges were summed up by tertullian in a single sentence which he placed in the mouth of universal paganism as its final argument against the christians you have no right to exist the most which the pagan writers could hope from their attack was to prevent new accessions to the church. They wrote for the pagan mind, not with any view to disturbing the Christian's faith in his own religion. This they were not so foolish as to imagine possible. The Christian body was too firmly knit to give ground for such a delusive expectation. No serious defection ever occurred because of the pagan attack. On the contrary, the numbers steadily increased." but the main object also failed completely. Paganism was in process of disintegration, and while the assailants flattered themselves that they were achieving a literary success, the result was a total disappointment. The pagan walls were failing too rapidly to be propped up. It was an effort for the impossible. Even the well-timed attack of Celsius owes its preservation to the pen of origin. End of chapter 10